Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And we have lots of celeb news. But first, what's up, guys? How's life? What's it's cooking? Cooking? <laughs> cooking? What's going on? People it's, say that. Right? Yeah, I think white people, it's like a white person phrase, like silly oh. goose. You just ever see that um, Instagram no, account, I middle think... class fancy? No. Oh, it's really funny. They just sort you of say, like, what's cooking? They like make fun of like, yeah, no, I've never phrases. said that. I've never said that in my life I feel until like right now. It's like a dad phrase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boomery yeah. phrases. Like yeah, I've never said it before. I regret it immediately. <laughs> I w- okay, I was just reading this really interesting article and it's kind of stuck in my head at the moment. And I'm curious what you think. So it was about the idea that everyone sort of is feels a different age in their mind than they are as a person. So my question is how old are you in your mind? How old am I now? 30. 30. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Okay. I know. 34. How old are you, Jordana? I'm 28. Okay. Why are you 28? I, I can just, see that. I feel 28. I just feel like um, I feel like I'm I have a 28 year old essence at the moment, <laughs> which is marked by what characteristics? I don't in your think, mind. I don't know. I mean, I don't think my characteristics of myself have or changed thoughts. that much. It's like. Um, I think it's where I am in like in like my expectations of like um of how nice things should be. You know what I mean when you travel and you're like you know what what I feel level? like that happens at 30 though. It's interesting that you say 28. You started dating Mike when you were 28, right? 27. But like almost stable when you were 28, like stable it was like yeah, official when you were 28. We were a fish. So, okay, okay, so one of the reasons I think that's interesting that you say that for yourself is because there's sort of like a theory in the article that people kind of stop at a certain age, either that like they feel that this is the age where they were like aligned, where they like got what they wanted. Okay. Or it could be that they're stuck at an age where there was a trauma. Like one of the examples was like their dad joined a cult. Um, <laughs> when they so were a certain age. When they were 12. And okay. so they feel 12. Huh. And some uh-huh. another person figure, felt like they figured themselves out at like 35. So they feel 35. Forever, interesting. Mm-hmm. But nobody like, ever feels their current age. No, I. Well, I think that would be hard because then your current age in your head would have to change, and I think it's a little more stable than your biological age. I don't know how old I feel. It's kind of like celebrities when they're saying they say like you become frozen at the age you were when you became famous. Yeah, yeah it is kind of like of that. Sense. See, I can't decide if I'm like three or sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the, I feel the, the very, very combination well, of both. The very young and the very it's kind old. Of similar. The very not that sixty three is very old, but the very young and the very old have a lot in common in terms of. Do you like, mean like seventy three? No, I feel no, maybe not sixty three. I feel like you're like, your mom. I feel like I'm fifty five. Like I'm like in the late fifties. Okay. Or I'm like five. <laughs> like, I'm just not sure. Both similar, I think. In fifties and five in ways. Yeah. Like you have le- not as many responsibilities anymore. At 55? Yeah. I guess they're both comfy yes, ages. They're, com- no. they're comfy. 55 you're, is most 55-year-olds. You're settled. Yeah, but you really, your if kids you're settled. are grown. You're really only paying for yourself, you know? Uh, it kind of depends on most. the age, on the ages. Whatever. I'm just not sure. <laughs> I, thought, I think of you as like eight or nine. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Here's the thing. Like, you can't tell what someone else's age in their head is like. You're not following. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get to pick for you. Well, because it's It's more about. It's about her her internal essence. Yeah. It's more about the the person's feelings. Now now I feel that you're external essence. No, it's not about your external essence. I think think I'm a tired 25-year-old. That's how I feel. Maybe I'm not 25. I feel like you're older. Oh, I've like agreed. She's I like, like 33. Is older. You just yes. said you can't define somebody you can. else's You can, but if I had to. No, based on how I feel, you feel. Like, based on the way you you talk about yourself. I feel you tired. Like a tired 25-year-old. I feel young inside, but I okay. feel tired. You okay. know what I mean? Like, if I just get some more sleep, I would feel, like, sprightly again. That doesn't, no, that, I don't think that's, like, a factor in it. I don't, I think it's more like, like I get enough sleep though. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think I don't think that's like a factor. Okay, I think like it's I'm more 29. Like, I don't feel like I've hit 30 in my really? brain. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm not five because I feel like <laughs> I hit 30 like 30 years ago. So maybe you are 60. I feel like I kind of am 60, and the things that you think that I'm like a baby about are just like I didn't say baby. I, I said know what eight you think or nine. Yeah, eight or nine. Eight or nine year olds aren't babies. I know what you think of me. Regardless, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, you guys I all think I'm an you. old fuck. Well, no, here's the thing. I think do you, you say talk you love about me? yourself like you're an old fuck. Again, tired, just tired. No, you love like gardening and shit. Like, that was one time, and I ended up failing at it because I was didn't want to do it. So she just had a small interest. Yeah. See, okay. I just go through phases reason, like a young person. The reason I feel like 60 is because I don't think I ever felt. I don't remember ever feeling young. A, that's one thing. And I think that like six-year-olds, like six-year-old boomers, especially like the people who are 60 now, kind of act like the little bratty eight-year-old that you are saying. I I'm didn't acting say, like, I, I know what you brat. think of me. I didn't I say brat. You, you said brat. I know what you think. I know what you're saying. I'm reading. I know how to read between the lines when you make a comment no, like that. Okay. I, can I tell you the positive parts of that? What are the positive I think you have a very playful energy. Thank you. I think you're so, you're like at the age where you're like, you like have your, your personality enough to be like social. You know what oh, I mean? Like you. you're like uh, I th- you're you automatically think the worst of me. No, I think you such think a, the worst of me. Such a boomery. Uh. <laughs> I know. I think you think the worst of. I assume that you think the worst of me. I don't. Okay, no. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. But yeah. but I do feel sixty because <laughs> it's just I don't know. Like sixty year olds. I feel like a sixty year old in like Jared's parents club. You know, <laughs> like they're having fun. They're even though they're sixty, they can be social. But I don't creature feel- of comfort. Creature of comfort. Yes. Yes, that's exactly That me. makes sense to me. That's me. That's me. Okay, so that was just what I was that thinking was about this morning. Before we get into celeb news, I want to say one thing about how amazing Urbetcha's fans are. Just one, oh, really. Oh, reviews. Well, not even the reviews. Oh. I haven't read them. Something else the entirely. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for the reviews. I'm sorry. I haven't read them recently, but I appreciate it. Okay, I posted this thing. It's like so, so random about like a stuffed animal that oh, yeah. for my daughter. <laughs> okay, but... It only exists in Ireland and they do not ship here. The amount of people, Betcha's fans, that have said like, oh, my friend is in Ireland. I'm going to go ask them to go buy it. I'm going to have a meeting with my boss. He's in Ireland. I'm going to go ask him. And then a girl Oh, wow. Girl, don't ask it. your boss to a get girl. a stuffed animal from <laughs> Ireland for a stranger. Literally a girl, Megan, thank you, bought it. 
She goes, I'm going to check my store, the store the next, she went and bought it, send me a picture. I'm like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like how, like vet, let me know how much it costs like to ship it from Ireland to the US. She's like, honestly, it's not that much. You guys provide so much content. That's so sweet. That like, uh, it's, and, and I, I was like floored by like, the, the selfless the, good deed. The humanity of other, like, I, when I tell you my DMs were wild, they were wild. Like I haven't, I don't, I don't really post that much on Insta, but like all of a sudden it just came out of the, all these people are so nice. Even just like random people from high school were like, oh, hey, I'm in London. You want me to check? I was like, why is everybody so nice? Because I it think just, moms know what yeah, it's like yeah. when, when a baby loses a stuffed, the, the yeah. key stuffed animal is terrible. It's such key. And like, obviously it's a discontinued, she has to be obsessed with the discontinued stuffed animal from Ireland. Would she know the difference? Oh, if it yeah. Was, yeah. 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 They, Something they that just looks my mom, my mom still tells me a story about how like we forgot my Big Bird doll once when we went to a restaurant and it was like the biggest tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> what age was what that? Age was that, that? Was <laughs> that was three. That was last year. But anyway, I just want to say like our fans and followers and just people are amazing. So thank you all. And thank wow. you for listening and just being like just humans, amazing. You know, I do believe humans are, are, good, <laughs> are good. Are good. I yeah. really think that there's only like between 10 and 30% of shitty people. Yeah. And the rest loud. are just awesome. Yeah. And it's yeah. also like the 10 to 30%. Like, I think there's like a margin. We just have to like marginalize those really shitty people. And every, the, the stuffed animal buyers. Yeah. You know, they were just so nice. Very sweet. I just yeah. wanted to Jordana's say thank like, you. I would fucking never. I mean, I wouldn't, but that doesn't mean that it, that, it is really that, sweet. that I don't admire that others would. It is really nice. Yeah. yeah. She's going to ship it to the office. How nice the is office? that? The office? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or did she, is she getting more than one? Because I know you might. You were like worried about that. No, I bought get $100 one from worth eBay. Of bunnies. I bought one from eBay, and she just bought me one. So I have two okay. backups. I think that's good enough. I think so. Yeah. I think so. You should probably store one like somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like uh, put, put them, them in appropriate places, and then I'll write it down where I put it, so I don't. Do you think she's it. ever gonna get bored of, of maybe, this one? maybe? But right now, it's an obsession, and I get very scared. Yeah, I get that. Because she'd like throw it somewhere. But right. anyway. Because she could lose it so easily. Oh, totally. And it's like a small little bunny. <laughs> it's very cute. It's cute. But anyway, thanks. I love you guys. We so, love the Irish. <laughs> we love Fetch's fans. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, I would definitely be napping more. I would watch more of my favorite shows. And most importantly, I would connect more with my loved ones. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Personally, I've been to therapy for many years now, and nothing has helped me more than therapy in figuring out what are the priorities in my life, what are the things that I need to do to strengthen my relationships, to make the most of my day, and to make the most of my mental health. So I can't recommend therapy enough. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a very cranky kid. So I always reach for Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I love Little Sleepies. They are so soft and they also stretch out a lot so your kid can 
fit into one size over a longer period of time. There's nothing more annoying than buying one size and then they grow out of it within one month. The prints are just like so cute, but really it is just so soft. The bamboo, like I want my own. Little Sleepy Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from their buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle and sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. Try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you will never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com. Promo code batches. All right, let's talk about some celeb news, guys. What's like the biggest thing that you've read? Okay, the internet is so funny because all I kept seeing was this BAFTAs Buff- video <laughs> from Ariana DeBose. And but I kept seeing like I just kept seeing it quoted, but I didn't know what was being quoted. Angela Bassett did the thing. I'm yeah. like, what's the thing? Angela. Like, it's on- Angela. Angela. Okay. But then finally I watched, saw the video, and I was yeah. like, Oh, she didn't like spont. Okay, I thought that she had like spontaneously done like a rant, no, and that it was yeah. so cool. But it was just—it was just, just like another rant. opening thing that like good. many other hosts have done for like many other awards. The thing that I, I was thinking about, like, why were people so like cringed by it? Because I didn't were feel like cringed? it was—it was a little yeah. cringy. But I no, was, I, I think it, was, it wasn't not, but it wasn't like so, it wasn't so over the top I, cringy. I think the reason why people felt it was cringy was because of like the edits that the producers did. Like it was they were cutting to celebrities' reactions and they were like making faces. And like anytime somebody watches a video, you're like kind of taking on the reactions of what you're watching. So it was like the only person was Jamie Lee was like bopping along. And so then I feel like a majority of the internet was just like started to revolt against the cringe reaction. And then they were like, no, this was actually good. Now she's an icon. And she she had to delete her Twitter. Well, let's, pl- let's play I it. I get why. Let's play it. All the ladies in the room, supporting and leading all here, I presume. Hong Chao, Dolly D. Carrie and Carrie with the C. Day Mama, I'm so fond. And a girl, you were great and blonde. Danielle D, you broke my heart. Michelle, I've loved you from the start. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman came. Blanche K, you're a genius. Jamie Lee, you are all of us. I think also I she like she seems out of breath, and that's also why it just comes off like a little bit. What am I watching? It comes off a little like sorority skit. Or yeah. like something okay, love kind of kind of something sort of uncomfortable like Michael Scott would do, um, <laughs> but again, it's not like so. It's like I also think when you pan to a celebrity, whenever they're mentioned, they're always just kind of like, eh. yeah, but no, but it was just it, it was like, extra like. Eh. Honestly, okay, it, this is why it's so hard to like separate my own reaction to this versus yeah. from, from like after knowing that it was reacted to, yeah, because I can't even just like view it objectively all. Now I can only view it in like, this person said it was everyone's has saying it, this about it. But like, okay, it was fine. It, it was, was good. Well, has anyone ever seen Billy Crystal prance around like a fucking stage doing the exact same thing? It was just, 
I kind of liked. I thought it was here. Here's my only issue with it. The tune was fine. I just thought like the commentary was like. Again, it reminded me of a rush rush skit. Do you remember when you like try to rhyme and like nothing really made any sense? Yeah, it was. You were like, this isn't insightful or funny, funny. (laughs) right? Where it's like, like Anna de Armas, you're blonde. Like, no, she was good in blonde. The movie, you were good in blonde. Like, that's why I said funny. (laughs) I I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I I think it's just supposed to be like an entertaining commenting. I liked (laughs) Viola Davis. You're our woman king. Yeah, I agree. I really that was I a good like line, it. Jamie Lee. You are all of us. Yeah. Here's the thing: we wouldn't even be talking. What does about that even this? mean? Because who all of watches us? the Baftas? Meaning, like, well, it put the Baftas, the Baftas on the map. It, actually, like nobody was. Wait, no, Kate funny, and Williams' outfits put the Baftas on the map. Yeah, that was the years first thing ago. I've seen. Yeah, but funny I didn't even know is it was like televised. I. Yeah, me neither. But I was there. They were posting in Instagram. Was posting a lot of fashion from other celebrities showing up at the BAFTAs. And I was like, oh, what is this? And I Googled, what are the BAFTAs? I like looked up what that stood for. I was like, what is EE? Cause it was called like EE BAFTAs. What are the BAFTAs? A British Academy television for and film, film and television awards. And then there's an EE at the top of it, which I think is like the sponsor. <laughs> the experts here at Betch's podcast. <laughs> anyway, so, but the fashion was it really good. It just seems good. like they're trying to make it the British Oscars. And there seems they to be should. doing a good job. Great. We all have room in our schedules for more fashion yeah. Instagram memes. Uh, the fashion was great, actually. What did you think of uh, Kate's gloves? I I liked Kate's outfit. Kate always nails the outfits. I know I people like gloves. didn't like them but I don't care I she like, like re-wore an outfit she does that they, she like, wears a lot she, re- she they, they edited an old dress that she wore and then she like added the gloves and she wore Zara Zara <laughs> Zara earrings oh my god she's just like us they were yeah. 22 euro <laughs> wow I'm gonna look at them now I like Kate I like Kate too Ugh. speaking of Kate I'm just we- so curious to know more about her though like I want to really know I guess I'll maybe never know. one day there'll be like no a one's thing. gonna tell me. You never know. There might be a thing. There I might did be. a deep dive on Pippa Middleton the other day, but I already forgot all find? the information. Okay, great. So it wasn't that. More interesting. of that next week here. <laughs> what was the last deep dive, like Wikipedia deep dive, you did on a celebrity, just like random? Mine was um, last night. I, I didn't. I actually did a really, really intense deep dive into women talking after I read oh. the book and watched the movie because I was like, I need to, because it's a true, real story. true story. It yeah. actually happened and the, the men are in jail. So it, I really like went really, really intense into reading all about like Mennonites and just, <laughs> that Mennonites. was my celebrity deep dive oh. the other day. Okay, mine was um, Diddy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it came up or something came up about he had a new, has a new baby. Oh no, Cassie! His Cassie came up on my uh, on my Instagram, and I was Cassie. like, I was like, wait, how do I know Cassie? Who? Oh, she did some sort. This is how it happened. She was doing some sort of makeup routine on the cut, <laughs> and I was like, wait, why is Cassie so pretty? Who is Cassie? Why do I know her? I click Cassie. I was like, oh, she's married to this guy. She has two kids, but why do I know her? I'm like, did she date Diddy? And then I looked it up. She dated Diddy for like a ten years, and then. I looked into Diddy and he just had a new baby. So it was a whole hour of like just Googling. He has a lot of kids. Yeah, right? he has seven yeah. children. His youngest child was just born in 2022 with a woman named Dana Tran. And the kid is very cute. I think the kid's name is Love. So, and that is all the things that I, I all this information is just absolutely useless, but now it's all in my brain. Now Sometimes everyone it has it. back to you. Yeah, like yeah. for trivia that we I We could suck be at. doing a trivia. <laughs> 
You never know. <laughs> and now you could, you should have kept that to yourself because now yeah. we're all going to know the answers. I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an expert on Diddy now. <laughs> Sean, Sean Combs. Sean Combs. Oh, I was going to say Sean, our producer. Get us on a trivia. <laughs> yeah, we haven't played games in a while. Let's play. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so speaking, going rolling back to Kate Middleton, let's speak about uh, Meghan Markle and Harry. Did you guys watch the South Park app? I saw yeah. the clip on TikTok. It's like, is it? Is it woven throughout the whole yeah, episode? Yeah, it's the whole episode. It's like okay. 22 minutes. I saw like whatever they cut on TikTok and it was, I thought, very funny. I, <laughs> okay, I, I like haven't watched, I haven't been into South Park really in yeah, but you're several years, but I used That's to be I, came huge, up, I, happened, I think I get a lot of, I get I a lot of Meghan and Harry TikToks are fed to me. <laughs> That's the point of the South Park episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a lesson, oh, of one of the it? subplots yeah. um, okay. in the South Park I episode. I only saw the part where they, um, they decide they want to be private. Privacy, so they move to the. That's the whole thing. Right they're now. like okay. the, They they're yeah. They're they go on a world pri worldwide privacy tour. So I saw the premise. <laughs> I saw the premise on. It must have been in, like uh, Instagram or something, and I was like. The, the premise of the worldwide privacy tour made me go watch so it on funny. HBO. I was like, that is the funniest concept so funny. ever. Yes, and on the episode, it, they they made it even funnier because you, they show them like on a montage of a tour, but yes. they're like going everywhere and they're holding these signs like, stop looking at us. Yes, stop <laughs> looking at us. It was so, so funny. And they like go to like the, they go to like the African like Sahara. Yeah. And they're like telling the and, like, animals, stop and looking at animals us. Animals are running away from them. Yeah. Yeah. That and was funny. The, uh, the episode didn't have like so many really funny jokes. Like it wasn't like ha 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 funny, but the concept, yeah. a lot of the jokes like, in theory, were funny. <laughs> well, right. Well, I just think the concept of the worldwide yeah. privacy tour and how they showed like the little small vignettes, and that's always what I liked about South Park is that you, if you like, look really closely at the animation, yeah. it can be so yeah. like weirdly on point and funny. And so the whole point of the episode was like they also show one of the characters, Kyle, like yeah. can't. So he, they, they go on their privacy tour and they decide to settle in South Park, and then they move across the street from Kyle, and they're every night they're doing like. <laughs> carnivals protests. on their front lawn and like protests on their front lawn like Stop give us privacy us. <laughs> but like no one wants to talk to them yeah and it's like they have like a carnival on their lawn yeah and kyle like can't sleep and he keeps like missing his friends and the only thing he can talk about is megan and harry yeah. and everyone's like stop talking about them and he's like i can't they won't go away yeah and i, I felt that like, was like my, everybody that was like, oh, that's us yeah yes. and it so basically she gets Megan got really mad about well, the no, allegedly, oh, there was allegedly, according, to, according to an a source in in the New York Post, who's oh, owned by bullshit. the owned by the Daily Mail, the right? Spectator, oh, oh so the she spectator. doesn't even care. So there's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know like, what the my reaction is. was: there's no way that she she cares. Um, I disagree. I think she does. No, care. but there's no but way. She's, it's it's real that she's like smart enough. I don't to think not. She, there's no say way it in reaction to this episode yeah. because that was the whole point of the episode. Like I the fact that she reacted. I think they made it up. They also wrote that they might sue. And then one of her, no her reps said like, absolutely not. That is like made up entirely. I, I think believe it's that made the post, up. Okay. Now that you're saying that, I believe that the post wanted to make her seem like an idiot for reacting to the worldwide privacy tour episode because yeah. that was the whole point of the episode and so they they I maybe made it up i didn't hear about this episode until i heard that megan markle is upset about a south park episode and so i was like oh well then i better watch the episode <laughs> and right. it was and i was entertained but i was like i get why if she were mad i get why she would be mad because she's made out to look so not good in this episode they call her like they call the the prince 
and his wife the whole time. And then he in what in like the very beginning of the episode, they're seen like doing like um an interview. Like they walk on with their like stop looking at us, we yeah. want privacy. And they like sit down with the interviewer and the first of all, he brings out Harry's book and it's called Wah, which is also that was, like, <laughs> that was one so of the funny. funniest out loud jokes. But then he calls him like, Do you think you're you're your Instagram loving bitch wife would like X, Y, Z. Oh yeah. And then that part, like that part to me, I was like, that here's was, the thing. That was like, Before I knew she was mad, like mean? I wasn't even like listening that closely to those yeah. words. I was just more like, okay, the concept is like, they just nailed that whole concept mm-hmm. of the fact that they never stopped talking. Yeah. But so my funny. reaction when I saw that she was mad, maybe uh, uh, that report that she was mad, I was like, Look, even if she is mad, I mean, of course why she's a little she, bit mad. Of course she's mad, but even if she but you don't have to react right. every time yeah. you're mad. Right. And, and I don't and think I she like, reacted. Maybe, maybe she didn't say anything. I think it'd be weird if she wasn't mad. It's like a very accurate, it, scathing review of her. But but the point is like, <laughs> the point is to. This is the time when you're just like, I'll just shut up. Yeah, because that's yeah. And I, think, I don't think she. I don't think she bad. actually reacted. I think I that like right. yeah. they just wrote that for more, you know, hits, more fodder. Because because. Even funnier to see that yeah. fake reaction. It's believable or, that she's mad because I watched it. I was like, but I found it a little it. unbelievable that she would react. Yeah. When, which, yeah. Like, I, I just feel she she's a little more savvy than that. Yeah. She, well, definitely. Right. Well, I don't think she's going to come out with a statement. Yeah. No. She's, de- they definitely are not, they're ignoring it, I think. The, another funny part was that there was this thing, like, there's a subplot where everyone goes to like this branding store in town to be like rebranded. And yeah, they personal got, like, image personal branding. Image branding. Yeah. Yeah is like a subplot where they all go to get a new brand. Yeah. And the joke is that like she had been there and she like had oh, been yeah. there since like high school. She's, she's already had a had a uh, an account there and she's like, oh, I see. Yeah, she's been <laughs> an account since she was uh, in California. Oh, and she, she added her husband <laughs> on the friends and family plan <laughs> later on. That was really funny. And also the, fu- the, I thought the astute part of that whole plot line was like when they were showing or pitching your Different your new brands. brand it was like you know athlete curious and then at the end of every list was victim and so that was like and i didn't i didn't process that like i was like oh i get that that's funny but then when they used when they showed what like harry's is and megan's is and they said victim i was like oh that's funny i think that i think the point of that was that like everybody has like everyone need, does their thing and then they have to like be a little bit like vulnerable to me. It's as sort of part like of their the bachelor. Brand. I don't know why this made me think it of that. Like, like that. everyone in the bachelor needs to have like a sad story, story yeah. for you yeah. to like, you and you have to be a victim of right something. Time. Yeah. Right. right. There's no one, I guess, I think probably it's Cause you like, need a personal image well, to stand out. It's to create a likability because I have a relatability. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I haven't, haven't had the most perfect life. Right. Gives you that kind of thing. But do you kind of feel like, um, over the past few months, the two of them have become like kind of a joke. Um, I haven't heard I about dep- them since. I, honestly, despair. I think it's. I think it depends. Who Maybe you I'm ask. just being fed all the all yeah, the I content that makes that makes it seem we like know everyone which side thinks of the algorithm Jordana's on. Yeah, she's um, in the mega. I, I don't. I I think that it's just like more entrenched than it ever was. Like I think maybe you get people who are like us, who are, or I would say myself in this category, where I'm like, okay, I kind of just. I don't know, it's hard for me to be like judging them because I feel like I we're commenting on them all the time. So it's mm-hmm. hard for me to like gauge my own personal reaction without analyzing it in some way. No, I'm not talking about your personal reaction. I'm saying like the the reaction as a like the in its in its aggregate. Like what is the view about them? I think or it's is it very similar. Split? I think it's still split. 
It's possible. I think it's definitely still split because I also think there's people who, even if they think that they make the wrong actions, they agree with them like in principle. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is like kind of hard to get over. Right. Yeah. Well, because like people just believe that he had the right to leave. And so did she. And that she was like treated poor badly. Right. Yeah. Which poor she press. Is yeah. anyone saying that they shouldn't have left though? Yeah. Oh, that to me, that's the family. The, oh. and to that, me, that's not the issue with them. Like, are, I don't care at all. Worldwide privacy tour is more of the issue than the uh, than like like who can, like leave. I don't. Care. I think there are countless issues with them because it's like he broke up their family, and I think oh, I don't people care about and they're that. talking shit. But other people have that problem with them, so everyone sort of has their own unique angle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I ha- I'm glad I haven't talked about them since since this, a minute ago because <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because if it wasn't for the South Park episode, I wouldn't have been talking about them yeah. or thinking about them since. So maybe she likes it. Maybe Megan's into this. Well, that's episode. what the episode yeah. was saying. Yeah. Like, it's basically the worldwide privacy tour. Right. Yeah, it was funny. Anyway, the joke is funny, just like the first time you hear it. So, I want to so. be at the Harry Megan dinner table, fly on the wall. Like that would be my my oh, fly yes. on the wall dinner of the. Mine might be also, the season. Okay. William. You'd rather no, be it would be like probably so boring. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like. Uh, let's go talk to our secretary. Like it would just be like nothing. It would just be all oh, the kids. Oh, they're jolly. They, yeah. like, I feel like, like it nothing. would be like maybe you're right. Standard, you're right. It yeah. would probably they, they probably don't like speak they don't, their feelings. Like, don't aloud. talk. Their speak their feelings. Okay, well, There's whose mind no would I rather read? Oh, mummy. <laughs> Sorry. I'd rather know what the what the Harry. Meghan I think Harry and Meghan are yeah. definitely. Yeah. Talking what shit. What are they just, talking about? Oh, for sure. Oh, they're talking lots of shit. This is actually literally a plot in The Prince, which I bring up all the time. I need to where, watch it. Oh, it's so fucking... There's oh. literally a thing where Kate and William are like looking at them from across the hallway and being like, why are they talking shit about us? What are they plotting? What are they doing? And like, it's Megan teaching Harry how to tie his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Do you love making money, but also love spending money? Don't we all? Now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. So you can buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down, I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come 
apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching. And it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Okay, let's talk about another rich family. Um, <laughs> the Pelt's wedding drama um, continues. continues. This time, there's more alleged details um okay yes nicola peltz and what's his name nicola brooklyn Brooklyn, yes the the lawsuit is continuing and there's like more details that are coming out because of this lawsuit is you know ongoing the wedding planner yeah against the wedding planner and what i what basically came out was that um the wedding planners are fighting back. The wedding planner, but they're not saying anything mean. They said like they're not being, uh, they're not saying that the, that they're not saying anything that like is damaging to the reputation of Nicola Nelson or Brooklyn. They're just saying that they could not get their shit together with the guest list. Like they wouldn't send the guest list was missing like addresses. There are wrong addresses. The names Isn't that were their wrong. Thing though to they, figure they, like, out. They couldn't get, but they couldn't get the list That's the family's together. Thing. Yeah, and then also the the Brooklyn sent a different list, and it was just like so. The they said it was like a moving target. And it was only nine days that they were hired and fired. That's what. That's why it's crazy to me that they think they, they're they entitled to their hundred thousand dollar, but they were working. Retainer. They were working for nine. They're charging. They're charging ten thousand dollars a day. I think it depends what the contract. Well, that's not what they're they charging working, for. But there was something the else contract, that was part of. It depends what the contract says. There's something else that was part of this, which I found like the most interesting, was that like there's quotes from Claudia, the mom pelts Mm -hmm. saying like, she's high. She, she's like, if uh, Nelson, his name is Nelson, the dad, right? Yeah. Finds out about like how much it's costing. He's going to be so mad at me. He's going to kill me. So basically there's this like subplot of like Claudia, like hiding how much everything is costing. Apparently they were spending a hundred thousand dollars just to like fly and like get all of hair and makeup Nicola people. hair and makeup people. Yeah. Have they heard like, of Delta Comfort Plus? Have they heard of Glam Squad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so like there's yeah, this, like, like if you want to take a private jet to go and fly so to that's your makeup people, maybe part it's your fucking problem. Part, I thought the part about the about um the mom get the mom wanting to hide the thing from the, that was like so like standard to me. I know, yeah. but it's oh, funny. Like, it's very like, but it's funny that it's like, don't tell them how much it costs. Like that's always kind of that's sort of like a running like almost like like stereotypical husband and wife like gag joke. Like that's to like me, that me when right. I just I had it no, like this I bag. Do, I've had it for. I was I saying it's so it was so yeah. funny to see it like written out in like a lawsuit, like as yeah. evidence in the lawsuit, like that to me, and that's part of it. Like that's the part of the evidence that's coming out, and he didn't know how much the things cost. 
And so he, because the so wife is hiding so it, and she apparently was hiding it from Victoria Beckham and like that family and all of this other shit. And apparently also Nicola refused to have phone calls with these and she only spoke via text message. That sounds very with these planner. I was like, yes. obviously yeah. she yeah. would. That would be me. She seems Gross. to be, I mean, she submitted the text. She seems to be texting them yeah. like very promptly though. She and so, yeah, apparently he wanted to cancel it. It's, I don't think that he like wanted to cancel the wedding. I think it was just like say. people say, let's cancel the wedding. Yeah. It's a shit show. And then the Claudia came. She's like, no, it's going to be awful for Nicola's career. We can't cancel the wedding. It would I, be. Why? But here's the thing. Like, why would they career? cancel it if they're going to break up? To be she honest, in she's in stuff. She's in like apparently, the whole season. Of she's just in something now. Um, what, what is she in? Lucy something. I think Wait, what is she in? She's just in something now. Like it just came out. Lucy to, or it's going to come she's out. She's in a whole season of what? Of Bates Motel. And she was in a movie. She's in uh, one of the yeah, but Marvels. Big Motel came out in like twenty thousand years ago. I'm saying she's long. not like she's not like she has a, a new canceled wedding would not bro- ruin her career. It would be a bad look. Again, I also think like why, that's why, just like maybe that was a one off the off the. Why the would you cancel comment. a wedding? This lawsuit if... is ruining her career. <laughs> Honestly, I think her personality. Is to me, her I think this this lawsuit, uh, this countersuit from these uh, these planners, to me, makes them look worse. Because I think they're like reaching. Um, none of this has anything to do with the evidence of the fact that they took the money and then and wouldn't give it back when they when they quit. To me, it's like you're just not trying to like kind of. Imbe- Did they quit like, or are al- they fired? You're just no, they quit. I think we they quit. They said about, they couldn't handle it. Yeah, they did say yeah. that a few weeks ago. To but, me, it's but kind but of like the you're, what does the contract this, this say? makes them. I would never. I would hire them even less after this. Well, so I what think if it's really getting their name to, out like, there. What if the yeah, contract well, said like it was non-refundable? That's what I'm assuming ref- it did say. Yeah. They left though, and even if they leave, because I de- you think maybe that, they're saying the circumstances were so bad that they had to leave and they couldn't plan the right wedding? These don't sound that bad. The guest listed. We couldn't have find the addresses for everyone. That's so bad. The names were misspelled. I mean, that sounds like standard wedding issues. I don't think it was just that the guest. There's definitely were misspelled. There's definitely I think more. it's that Nicola was berating them over 1,400 text <laughs> messages over her own mistakes with the guest list. And it was probably just like it was probably very a shit show. So give back bad. the money, though. I think that's still I crazy. They don't, they, here's the thing. They probably look at the contract. Maybe and they probably again, spent part I have of a it. feeling that he wouldn't, that Being her father as a business tycoon or whatever the fuck he is. I don't even know what he does. Um, I'm sure <laughs> would like not, would would make sure the contract was favorable to him. Well, but maybe he didn't. If the mother Claudia is the one handling all of this, who thinks she can hide everything? Yeah. Who says he even signed or looked at the contract? Like it could have been the mother. Because so, here's the thing: it's a comedy. You, if you look at the contract, and again, we can't, or maybe we will one day. It's possible that the contract really does say that they don't have to give back the money, and he's just like, "I'll just pay for the lawyers because I let's don't want to." Let's go read wanna... the contract. Let's go read the I contract. Read the contract. Yeah. Send the contract. Yeah. I won't read my own contract, that, but I'll well, read this. I just think if that were the case. If that, but I also I don't think any contract no, is he, like pay us now, and if we decide to leave, you're no, fucked. No, no, no. I don't no, think no. that that's I think the, there are probably other terms, and he probably didn't read it, and he probably has a lawyer on retainer, so it doesn't really cost him anything to try to get his one hundred sixty thousand dollars back. He's also probably mad. He's just I mad. He seems I mad. I bet he's partly mad because <laughs> mad, his wife signed this dumb contract and didn't but like. He make wouldn't. It he wouldn't waste all his yeah. money to sue if the he contract. He's a lawyer on retainer. Or even it doesn't cost him any. It really doesn't cost him anything. He calls his lawyer. He goes sue them, and then they mm-hmm. go to the, this. This maybe is a bigger for, deal to us than it probably is to him. I'm maybe usually, he's doing it so that they have bad PR. He now. might be. I'm usually team um, eat the rich, but I <laughs> are do, you? <laughs> I think so. Um, but I do think that um, 
It, Are it, to me, this seems rich, Miss JetBlue. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to destroy all of JetBlue. I know I can't afford to destroy JetBlue right now. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, it's coming. My goal <laughs> is to become that rich, so as to destroy. <laughs> JetBlue is not exactly a mom and pop shop. I'm talking about the customer <laughs> service team that you fire. They deserve it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Apparently, Luann got puked on at her cabaret show. Did you guys read that? Um. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. It's funny because it's like she was laughing. The person was laughing so hard at one of her jokes that she threw up all over her. Like, that's pretty good press. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't hear that like, part. It makes me want to go see the show. Right. It's really funny. Yeah. Apparently, rep for Luann. A rep for Luann, though, told Page Six. Yeah. An audience much. member, Blue Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> from laughing so hard. How did it get on her is what I wanted to know. It must have been right in the front. Her manager had to wipe but it. But her hair? Listen. Her manager had to wipe it off her back and out of her hair. One fan alleged via DM. I don't understand like where the fan was sitting relative to her that it managed to get on her hair. I don't know. The show went on. Was she on the balcony? I don't know. But if you saw Triangle of Sadness, did you watch? No, I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, damn it. Because the sorry. vomit in that one was really just. Oh, my God. That was insane. <laughs> Maybe oh, it was like that. That was That's the why longest I'm... scene of my life, but I couldn't stop laughing. During I, I the whole was like, scene. I couldn't look at it, but I also was like, this is so fucking I was funny. We'll get to pants. talking about Triangle Sadness in a second. Um, yeah, so that was funny, but props to Lou for continuing. The show must go on. She knows. And she kept going. And it, I, amazing Always that her cabaret show is still going. Like, it's been a Luan while. Luann has a second career. She has a second yeah. act. Yeah. Great Good press. Maybe a third act. The first was Great The Countess, press. then it was Roni, and now it's I kind of want to see the show. I do, too. We should go. Let's go. Okay. Life is not a cabaret. <laughs> Sorry. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about the American Girl dolls. <laughs> Speaking of, it made me think of that really bringing up this episode full circle because you were talking about what age you are um, (laughs) at heart and nothing made me feel older than when I saw that the new historical American Girl dolls are twins from 1999. Um, So historical, like our age. Why are they called historical? Um, I mean, it is a point in history. So is yesterday. But I guess historical because like maybe... They were popular then, but that's not true because Here's I remember when people like girls had that doll when I was much younger than 1990. My brother wasn't born yet. So it was like cool. And like, why couldn't they just like bring it down a few years? Okay. Can I be honest? They I wanted think they the 90s. Did this. I think they did this on purpose because they knew that th- th- this reaction would happen. The millennials or would the uproar. <laughs> who owned an American Girl doll in 1999. Because if you remember those, those dolls, the most recent doll was from like the 50s. In the night, like in the nineties, the most recent doll was from the fifties. It was okay. Molly, and she was like rationing shit during World War Two. But that was like at least <laughs> the nineties to the fifties is forty years. That's, so what, that's is what like I'm saying. Years. That's I why think, I think they did it. Like, I think they wanted. I think they to wanted do, this outcry. I think they wanted to do the nineties because millennials who remember the American Girl dolls the most were like feel no no will love the nineties or nostalgic for the nineties. So they said that given the prevalent wave of nineties trends and pop culture nostalgia, we're excited to celebrate like it's nineteen ninety nine with our newest historical duo, Isabella and Nikki. And they're twins. I think their name should have been they're, Ashley they're ba- and, and Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> their backstory and Samantha. No, their backstory is set in Seattle, nineteen ninety nine, and features why Seattle? And Starbucks features started. Isabel and Nikki highlighting both the glitter and the grunge of that era that shaped today's internet and entertainment and fashion. How trends. old are the dolls from nineteen ninety? Like, how old are they in nineteen ninety nine? 
Oh. Are they like in high school in 1999 or are they No, in I think like they're like school? I think they're like 10, like the same age as all American Girl Dolls, I feel like. I was 10 in 1999. Yeah, so but I feel you? like the so age I feel like the age oh of God, the American were we Girl born Doll the same year? <laughs> is like a preteen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're in elementary school like when you're 10 to 12. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. No, but the 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 girls. Yeah, I'm saying the, the girl characters. is like usually like Samantha was what? Like an 11-year-old or something. I think so. From like where was she from? I don't even know. How do you know? How Just old Samantha? They have a, a backstory. They have a book. Yeah, they have oh, like a whole. I never had book. any. Meet Samantha. I never had one. Oh, yeah. it's a great book. The illustrations are gorgeous. I had a my size Barbie. <laughs> That's cool. I, I was not allowed to have. That. Yeah, I didn't get one. I wasn't allowed to my size Barbie. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't even get an American Girl doll. I had to. I had to use Becky's old. You're a victim, Samantha doll. You're a victim. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Personal brand. <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Jordana, your best friend, Rebel Wilson, is engaged. Did you I see know. that? Oh. Did you send her a DM? Happy engagement. Um, no, but I liked her post and I feel so honored to be a part of her journey because she came on the You Up show. You can listen to the episode that she was on. I believe it was like from the beginning of May. And that was the first place that she mentioned that she was seeing someone. She was in a relationship. Um, and she told us all about her like year of love that she did before that, where she would say yes to any date that anyone asked her on. And then she found her girlfriend who she is now engaged to and it was just I feel I feel um very excited for her because she seemed like when we met her uh virtually on on the show she seemed like a really nice cool fun person who had like an amazing attitude about dating um and she's a subscriber to the you up podcast so if you guys are you have benefits another benefit yes she's a paid subscriber another amazing betches fan (laughs) yeah no for real for real and I'm excited for her it was an interesting proposal to me but I guess it's her style. Disney. Wait, it was like this. It was like at Disney with a Tiffany ring. 
Yeah. That's and she was talking about nineties nineties yeah. nostalgia. And she said, I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. Love is love. I think she wrote that in June when she like came out. Oh, just kidding. Very um, nice. And they also just uh, welcomed a daughter by surrogate. So that's yeah. also exciting. Well, I think it's Rebel's daughter. I, I assume like she'll, Her if they're egg. getting married, she'll adopt. Right. Because they're not married. Like, I don't yeah. even, I think this, oh, I think she yeah. did this all before she was even. Together. Yeah. Oh, like, because the surrogate process takes a minute. Right. Although takes if you're a- Rebel Wilson, I'm sure it goes a little faster. I'm sure it goes faster, but still like, then they have to even, like, I, I don't, I think if they were only dating since about June-ish or maybe like a little longer than that. May, June, whatever she was on. Pregnant before. Yeah, she was probably pregnant before that. But I'm sure if they're getting married, she'll adopt. Cool. Exciting. That's exciting. Congrats, Good for her, Rebel. Rebel. All right. Should we do some And TV? Ramona. Oh. Rebel and Ramona. That sounds like a good can book we talk title. About, can we talk about the, the Triangle of Sadness next week and talk about Summer House this week? All right. Make sure you watch Triangle Sadness. We may talk about it next week or the week after. We'll and see. And Stolen Youth, because we didn't do that one either. It was yeah. Really good. It was sex Lawrence, Sarah Lawrence sex cult movie. Yeah, Sex Lawrence. I watched the trailer. <laughs> so, so now you're definitely now I'm an expert, to, expert yes. to talk about it on this podcast it's um, like reading the outline yeah. of the uh yeah, of the, the nelson peltz case yeah. <laughs> um okay wait let's talk about summer house because that was on it was good so good. also vanderpump was so good but we can talk about summer house it was a wild episode yeah okay so it was the a very funny conflict. dinner at the end <laughs> it was yeah kyle like just holds the show together he he does that's why he comes back every year he's, no, he's 40. 40 he's the only one who wants i wonder how old he feels He's the yeah. only one who wants to party. And it's so funny because he just like is really trying to keep everyone going. Yeah. And it's like everyone just wants to go to sleep except this new Sam. girl. Yeah. 15 Sam. years younger than him. Yes. 25. Every time. No, the funniest is when she keeps saying, you're like literally my dad. Like she keeps yeah. saying like, oh, you, you're making jokes like my dad. You're dancing like my dad. I mean, it's, he's probably cl- might be as, as close in age to him. He's probably closer in age to her dad than he is to her. I mean, he definitely feels like 21 years old. In, Let's internally. Let's get him on the podcast. His essence. But okay, so it's obviously the most the the most I love a little part. I love a little uh was workplace drama. Yeah, yeah. The end was wild. Um when which, he says okay. he basically start the whole episode he comes he's like pretty mad and he starts talking about Carl. Carl's not there. Carl and Lindsay are on at a wedding. They're in the wedding in Malibu. In Malibu. He starts Malibu. talking about like how he's kind of mad. So it's like bubbling up the whole time that Carl like didn't tell his team that he's going away and like nobody knows. Couldn't reach him. And nobody couldn't reach him. Nobody, he didn't tell anybody that he was on like a six hour flight. And so he, Kyle is like stewing. And the distributor had dropped them. And on top of that, a distributor, a major distributor had dropped them. And he feels like Kyle, uh, Carl dropped the ball. And so, yeah, he's stewing the whole episode until the very end when he gets drunk. He gets an espresso martini. So, so drunk. You would think he would have built up a tolerance or something. At this <laughs> I point. know. I think yeah. they're drinking a lot, like, over the yeah. day. Right. And so then he, like, no, blo- Nothing looked worse than this restaurant, by the way. Like, oh, the I've been food there. Is, really? Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, <laughs> it's just like, like a, it was not a It's good. a pub. <laughs> yeah, it's it seemed just, like they were, It's like, a pub, like, public house. It's right. It's just like a... You don't go for the Public. for the you're for not the there taste. for the food. Okay, well, you're there you go, for the vibe. You can, you can get lunch, but it's not going to be amazing. You go get fries. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think it was a good ad for them. You get like a chicken Caesar wrap, <laughs> and you know, like with ketchup. He got the salmon, which was interesting. Yeah, it was also. so interesting. <laughs> 
like a espresso martini. He's like on keto. Like he says it all the time. So then he starts talking because Maya is now his like confidant where he can like talk shit. Because apparently Maya is like now really upset that Carl ditched her, which I don't like get. I just feel like she she could have just done it like once and then kind of. Yeah, she's like so like intense about it. I think it's more just to show how annoying Lindsay is. Yeah. Yeah. And her being her really being upset about her friendship loss with Carl, which probably was not. I don't right. know. I think she was more because it just goes to show how like Carl is under L- Lindsay's like. You like, know uh, that li- when Lindsay thumb. was speaking to her in the car, like she probably was really, really rude to her. Like you can picture that. I mean, everyone knows what Lindsay's like. I yeah, don't know. So she's cool. sober. She was sober so, at the time. Yeah, but yeah, she's so still up. like she's still like kind of crazy she's when she's sober. Just, like, not even Kurt. I just think she can be really, really like biting, bitchy. Like okay. she can be. Well, anyway, so Kyle is, starts complaining like quietly to Maya about like all of the work st- stuff, but it keeps getting louder and louder because the place is really loud. <laughs> and he and the whole table can hear them and is listening. And Danielle is also she's like those scenes were so fun. She's like overhearing everything that they're. I would be doing the exact is, same thing. No yeah. one else is talking. Like right. <laughs> they're just listening. Right. And Kyle goes gets worse and worse, and he starts like pulling out shit from like the past about how like Carl once came to work coked up and forgot his laptop <laughs> to which we posted on Bravo by Batches and Chrissy Teigen responded with a really funny comment being like the funniest part was that like there was no other consequence besides that he just like forgot his laptop right you think he's you're, you think like, he's gonna follow up with like and he went into a rage yeah, at the office no he just like forgot his yeah. laptop that he was like he was like checked out or something I don't know yeah th- but that's, yeah. A, but that's like an overall Kyle's message was that like you don't need this guy like wants more money and he just doesn't and he he, he doesn't even know how good he has it or how good he's had it. And he keeps saying how unemployable he was when he first hired. And the whole time I was just like, I wanted to hide under my covers. Like, yeah. I felt so bad for Carl. <laughs> well, I think here's the thing. Like, I can definitely see. Because he wasn't there to defend himself. It was like mean. Yeah, he was talking shit about him. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of understand Kyle's position. Yeah. Like, you dropped right. a, a distributor just dropped you. You're the head of sales. He kind of. Did like employ him when he did was the VP he's of sales. A VP yeah. of he sales. He did employ him right after. They put someone over. Yeah. Carl's been Carl. like fired a couple times. I feel yeah, like, like they showed on the show. He did put up with yeah. Carl when Carl was not in a good place. And like, again, he Kyle shouldn't hold that over his head. Right. But like, if Carl wants to leave, he should not like leave it to Lindsay to like wind him up right. and do all his bidding. Because it really does look like the it issue does. is Lindsay, not Carl. I agree that like Kyle has all the right like points, <laughs> but the way this I mean, happened yeah. was so great. Like I felt really bad. Like Ka- imagine Carl watching this and being like, oh my God, like he has to now like shame me for all this shit that I did right. when I was all, when I was, now I'm sober. But he didn't reveal anything that no one, that people didn't right. sort of already Carl did believe. did say last episode, I, when I drank, I did hard drugs. Yeah. So like, it's not like it's a secret. Did you guys watch, watch what happens live after? I, Think I Maya did. and Kyle. I watched at least part of it. Yeah. It was also very interesting because basically Kyle said, like, I don't regret anything. Like, he doesn't need work here anymore. And I paid and him like a six figure salary with like Yeah, a whatever. good amount. Yeah. I think he's probably happy he doesn't work there anymore because he's the company was different when he hired him. And it's a he says it's a bear company and like he said he he formed the whole sales team around Carl because he couldn't like didn't feel like he could fire him. Right. And right, I mean, I get it. The underlying thing that they're also talk 
like not saying directly because it's like not breaking the fourth wall is like you saw that in the last episode where Carl's like, you know, like I feel like I'm having to be like the face of the company more or like it's kind of like there, there's I think the there's obviously the aspect of like their fame around the show, right. which is like another part of the job, right. which Carl like probably feels weirder about now that he's sober that I'm like, oh, I'm the face of this like alcohol company and I'm selling on behalf of this. And also just not a good like business to be in if you're a recovering alcoholic. My interpretation of that, there are a lot of people who are sober who work in in alcohol. My interpretation of him saying he was the face is that, you know how like when we, you know, sell faux pas, they want you to go do like meet and greets or tastings in various stores. And because Carl is Carl from Summerhouse, people want to see him will right. go to that we'll go because to they want to see him. him. And I think that that was, became like his job rather than selling because clearly there were issues with him selling. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and Carl, Kyle had been saying that. So I think that his job sort of became like the meet and greet guy. And then Lindsay was like, well, you're doing all these appearances. Right. When in reality, that was just sort of, and, and Carl was saying like, I work 90 hours. Like, right. sure, maybe you work 90 hours doing these meet and greets because that's how it, like, because that's really your selling. only skill set. Because that's his biggest asset to the company. And he right. probably feels like, I don't want to do these meet and greets because they are tastings. And right. I do feel and like. I feel like I'm not getting paid extra for them. Like maybe if I was going to be hired by a bar randomly, right. they would pay me more right. than like, this to is just, inc- I'm not getting paid any extra. This is included in my salary. Right. But yeah. the thing right. is, that was like the main part of his job that he was doing. So I think right. that's, probably that's probably like where very, it came from. I think that's probably yeah. a very accurate assessment of what's going on. Now that you're saying that, that sounds it's just And then yeah. Lindsay's yeah. like, well, you're you could fetch more for appearances. But yeah. she's not thinking like, oh, actually, like his salary is paying. For uh, yeah, all I don't price. think that Carl yes. was ever like that great of a salesman because if you remember before Lover Boy in like early seasons of Summer House, he couldn't like meet his quotas. Yeah, that remember? Right? Yeah. He was that's not what I'm good. Was, yeah, he got fired. Yeah. yeah. It was not nice of Kyle to say he's unemployable, but like, totally. is it false? I right. don't really. And I mean, have evidence. Yeah, it was comment, but like, who knows? Of what course, Kyle true. has done his fair share of cocaine as well. Like, I don't think anyone. Right, but Kyle's point is like, Kyle thinks that he, but Kyle feels like, well, I can, I have my life together. Like, I can go for a run in the morning and I can do everything and yeah. like not Because he's start. 21 at heart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, he probably, I don't think he, he's probably not drinking at work. Like, I, I agree with that. Or he's probably drinking at work, just like the, you know, a controlled amount that is yeah. not causing an issue because they work in alcohol. I'm just so excited for the rest of the season. He kind of storms off, and I'm excited to see what happens between Danielle and I was about to because say that they yeah. are not friends, right? But it seemed—I mean, it's always seemed like Danielle has always been a really good friend to Lindsay. So I'm wondering what happens because, like, even in this episode, like Danielle could have just like pretended not to hear or yeah. like yeah. not gotten involved. It's only—it's like much, much. It's very difficult to. And you even seen last. The, the last episode where she gets the drink, the glass thrown on her yeah. last season by Sierra, she's always like the first to like come to Lindsay's defense. So I really wonder what happened to I have a the storyline there. I have a prediction. I think the previews show that they're like getting to fight fights about getting engaged, like how it's too soon. She's like, are you sure you really want to do this? And then I, Lindsay was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. I feel like that might kick it off. But I think the real fight is... I think what's really going to happen is that there is like a conflict of how Lindsay will kind of because, OK, Lindsay, to me, based on her, all she's ever said about her childhood is that she like needs an enemy like she needs conflict. It, and I think that she probably even needs like her and Carl to jointly have an enemy or to always have something that's like us against 
the world or like there's something else, it's someone else's fault or it's someone else's, she can't just kind of like live in peace and and like serenity with herself and all the people around her. So I think that with Danielle, the dynamic obviously changed as they're both in relationships. Danielle was in this relationship first and now Lindsay's going to get engaged first. And I have a feeling that what happens is like Danielle kind of like reaches her last nerve with Lindsay is my set is my guess about what will happen that she'll just be like I've defended you and you like mm -hmm. turn on me or won't forgive me for like a comment or something and then Danielle's just like we'll see it's Danielle just, to me it's like it I, just breaks yeah right Danielle seems like the closest to a normal person she seems like a very good friend but apparently yeah. she and Robert are broken up too oh yeah I saw that and Maya Maya is mm -hmm. also broken up with Oliver they that said it was a tumultuous. Me. It wasn't a. It wasn't an amicable breakup. They're blocked. Oh wow! But why Danielle and Robert break up? Because he works too much. She said there it was a friendly breakup because yeah, it, it wasn't going to work. You know what was really funny, and then we can end it. Was when she basically Danielle basically tells Kyle because Kyle doesn't know that Carl wants more money because Carl hasn't oh, sent yeah. the email yet, and then Danielle's like, "You just need to pay him more," and he's like. <laughs> So what? he wants more money. Right. That, that, that was amazing. Because we, we all saw him know. be like, oh, that's the She's real like, problem. That's what he wants. He wants more money, that bastard. <laughs> and then he just gets so mad. And I just, understand like, why he would get mad because not just because yeah, he wants more so money, he, but because know, he's hearing it from he's Danielle talking, talking at this around. Coke dinner. He's Sorry. No, at this <laughs> his public house dinner. And he's talking about, right. And, and it's he's just, also, he wants more money, but he's not showing. It's, he's so going on vacation, yeah. turning and off he, his phone, not telling yeah. anyone and on not, his team that he's leaving. And he hasn't said yeah. that. It's right. just so funny. Kyle probably was like, at least he's not asking for more money. Right. But then he's like, oh, he is asking that, for more money. Well, he also, when he watched what happened live, was like, I paid him for like a year that he didn't really do anything. Paid yeah. him for the whole year. And he, and he goes, didn't. the thing with sales is, you know, the, it's all in the numbers. Like, if you don't hit your quota, Which is then true. it just is all in the numbers. Like, if you want to be paid more, yeah. do sell more. more. Sell more. Sell more. He's just like, I got to go to these bars and make an appearance. And Lindsay's probably like, I don't feel like doing this Yeah, she today. doesn't want to do that. That was also funny. <laughs> when was Kyle all, was yeah. like, oh, probably. She's not working. She's in his ear. He's, she's bored sitting on the couch, not working. And she's mad. Doesn't she own a PR company? I don't know if she has any active clients. Okay, but here's the thing. I think that it's not that crazy. I'm sure all, I think it's not at all uncommon that like people will badger their partners to like go make more money or like you deserve to be paid more or like you should ask for a raise or you should try to get this or this or this. That's not like that uncommon. I think that people yeah. do that to their partner in general, but right. because it's like his boss is her friend, Kyle. Yeah. That's right. why it's weird. Well, that's another part yeah, of it. It's another thing. All right. Really quick, who are we sending to the Caymans? You have five seconds. Five, four. Um, uh, the fan who threw up on Luann. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. okay, they're going to the Caymans, yeah. the one who blew chunks <laughs> on Lou. Somehow managed to get in her hair. She yeah. doesn't have to sell the timeshare. Disgusting. She can just go to the Caymans. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's it for this week's at Betches Podcast. I'm at Aileen. You can follow me. I'm at Jordana Abraham. I'm Sammy. And please leave us a rating and a review. We loved your ratings and your reviews and your stories from last week where you said where you'd heard of us. That made us really, really happy. So please follow us on Apple or Spotify. Even if you don't feel like leaving a review, just leave a rating. We want to get our average up. That yeah. I think would be great. Love you. Thank you. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.